Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So if All I right. go, We're if, here. I'm this, if I'm this far back, it's too much. It's too... It, that's okay. Y'all, listen to what I've been dealing with because Poodle has had sound <laughs> problems. So we've, we been, recording? we've been dealing with this for fucking... 45 minutes. <laughs> you know, I'm only trying to make it as best as possible for our loyal listeners. Um, all those women and men out there. And men, if I don't have your dick pics yet, you better get them to me. <laughs> Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's 90-day gate. Let's love. Well, this is good because one day when I go back to my cubicle job and I have vacation, I want to fucking travel for two weeks in Europe. And I'm not coming back. To the, we're going to have to do this show when I'm in Spain. No, I'll just get Kyle from Cray Cray. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, all right, y'all. Let's jump into I'm not this. Dealing with, I'm not dealing with you in Europe and saying things like, oh, I can't. We uh, Can we do it this time? We have um, to go to the opera tonight. You are going to deal with that because I dealt with you being in fucking China <laughs> for five weeks. So you actually but have to deal was, with it. But that was before. No. We knew, but that was before we were doing the podcast as much. Nope. <laughs> nope. Y'all don't pull over. There's an ambulance. That's uh, coming. coming Y'all, welcome to season seven or episode seven of Can't Buy Me Love. It's not episode seven, is it? Or are we six? I thought it was episode like four. What episode are we on? I thought it was like, no, you're right. It's like episode seven. I think you're right. Boy. We're season four. Um, wow. This is 90 Day Gays. We're riveting. This Just riveting. <laughs> Y'all, this is the best, best thing you can expect for love in the time of Corona. 
It's true. It's true. Let's... Like, like Gabriel Garcia, suck my cock. This is... <laughs> You know what? We were both wrong. This is episode six, Can't oh, Buy okay. Me Love. Episode six, Can't Buy Me Love. We're on delay. It sucks, but that's fine. Y'all, we're trying out different ways to record, so come at us. Let us know. Let a hoe know. Let a hoe know. Debacle. Um... So, uh, how are you? Let's check in with each other because y'all in, in, in these times and Corona Bona times, you should be checking in with everybody. Just True. send a text. If you're, uh, if you're just talk to your friends once a cup, once a day or talk to your parents, hopefully you can text them because God forbid you have to talk to your parents on a daily basis. Or you can I'm use Marco Polo. Right well, I That's- thought you were going to text your mother now. I thought you got her to text more. It's been better. Um, uh, her fear has subsided a little bit because she's afraid I may not be able to eat and will need to forage and kill people for food. Um, so it's better than it was. I bought a lot of groceries today just because I'm just tired of eating out shit. I just want to cook. I haven't eaten out yet that much. Well, I was trying uh, to store at local restaurants, but it gets expensive. But Sprouts had a bunch of shit today. Unless you wanted beans or lentils or cleaning supplies, you were pretty good. <laughs> this is such an L.A. conversation. Unless you wanted beans or lentils. It's pretty good. Um, y'all, I did not realize. Poodle had told me this, but I just thought he was drunk. But... Um, we have a new ninety day fiance. A new ninety day fiance. April twentieth, four twenty. Everybody, four twenty. What now? What now? What what now? now? <laughs> I am not looking forward to having to fucking see Jesse. Um, supposedly he has a new woman. A stupid woman. But that right. means, do you know? We're so that means we're going to be doing before the ninety day, ninety day fiance. What now? And poodle. Remember, we're starting on April, I think April 15th. That's when we're starting our... Weekly squeal. Our weekly squeal. You're, you, we better figure out this long-distance shit, because you're not going to want to see me three times a week. Mm, I'm trying to figure out if it's worth seeing you for all the technical shit that we're having to put up with. I hate this, y'all. <laughs> I hate having to sit in my apartment in front of a microphone that kind of looks like BB-8. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. Yours just looks like a big uncut dick. It does. Um, Ronnie from Crappens, because I texted him. Y'all, we've been doing this for an hour. He just texted me back a whole litany of information, and basically, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna buy what Ronnie tells us to buy. You know what? Fine. I. I you've bought so many microphones that have been just like not really conducive to me. Well, I'm just glad you're sitting on the mic, y'all, because usually Poodle, he, like, wants someone with a boom mic to hold it over his head so he can <laughs> sit back on the couch and drink his drink and just and just sit and talk in the room. And I'm like, we can't do that. I need a boom. I think I have a boom somewhere. The mic is like a dick that needs attention. you got to be up on it. You know, sometimes they can just, like, lay back and they can just show in your face, like, oh, <laughs> woo. Um, yo, I asked you how you were. Oh, I'm, I'm checking sorry. In. I, I, I'm all right. So I had a friend who had some rough news today who is dealing with a lot of shit in her life right now and her child. So, um, 
but it's it, it so it's hard to deal with that with her but it personally it makes you kind of be like you know any problems i have are doable i'm okay so i'm feeling much more um and honestly settled to do this because this makes me feel good to do this because i feel like we're doing something to help people feels nice I I just want to say what you just said. I, I know that's a common thing to say that whatever problems I have aren't important when you hear someone who's had it worse. But I, I grew up that way. Um, my mother's favorite slogan was, well, you could have uh, – you don't have it bad. You could have no arms or legs. She did. And my, my brother and I would be shamed. But I think it's not fair to compare your problems to other people's problems. So you should for you should give yourself some grace on that. I agree with that, and because I I say that a lot too. We're all going through it. We're um, we're so, all going through but, it, but yeah, it's not it's not helpful. Like even if you can say because I I've been doing a lot of that too. What what I call survivor guilt, um, where uh, I I'm still able to Skype with my students, um, even though they're 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 done they're reduced by about half. I'm still able to do that, and there are, there are friends of mine who are out of work, and but that doesn't diminish uh, what I have, and it shouldn't, and I shouldn't have to feel bad about it. So yeah. if you're having that survival guilt, y'all throw that away. I like don't, roll up a piece of paper yes, and throw it away. I agree. I'm not having that guilt. Is more of just it's my friend hurting, and I want to help them. So, but I have had guilt before, and I do agree with you. I think a lot of people get it. Throw it away. How are you? I did bottle buy a bottle of Aviation Gin today at Target, and I'm looking forward to that gin and tonic tonight. Well, aren't we fucking bougie? Oh. I'm sticking to my regular cheap vodka because I don't know when the bottom is going to fall out. <laughs> oh, God. How- bottoming. I haven't had sex in weeks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> How are you, Poodle? I'm pretty good. Um, I'm trying to... Uh, again, this sounds like a small little thing, uh, but a, a lot of people in the arts community, I'm, I'm a writer-composer, are we're like all rushing to write something in like create like 15 to 20 minutes of content. Oh, I'll I'll stop while you shuffle around and not listen to me. I'm listening. I just moved my chair. Anyway, no, it was really distracting, but that's fine. Um I, as I was saying uh before you move things around. Um The audience I'm didn't ha- know I was listening. <laughs> it was loud. Um, I'm saying that like uh, there's a, a new like 15 minute um, like musical uh, not competition but they're they're giving out submissions and I was trying to brainstorm some stuff with uh, a co-writer of mine and uh, it was it was honestly just hard to come up with content because we didn't want to write specifically about this we wanted to have something else to say. But we're all kind of in this weird, still numb place, um, and it was just a really frustrating morning. I'll just say that because uh, we had like an almost a two-hour call, and to the point when I finally just said, "I don't want to talk about anything dealing with viruses or pandemics. Um, I want to talk about something about people dealing with their fear. That's what I want to talk about." Um, and uh, but I don't know. I the idea will come if you force an idea, it it will hide from you. Well, and I'll say the idea. You, will I'll, I'll say to you because people are doing this with their workout regimens, and honestly, I think a lot of artists 
like are putting quotes out that like Shakespeare wrote King Lear during the Black Plague. And look, y'all, fuck that. You fuck don't. And that. for you, poodle, you don't need to do. If you don't do something creatively artistic and write something right now, who fucking cares? It's not a big deal. You don't I, have to do this. I'm telling myself that, but there's a voice inside me that says, this is the best opportunity. It is. And, now let go that yeah. voice. You know what I you know. need? We got to go to Amazon and get you like a 20-inch dildo. That One of those machines. <laughs> you just need to lay in bed and get roto-rooted for like 20 minutes because you are wound up. Y'all, if you have an automated dick machine, send, send Poodle the link. He needs it. Anyway. A dick machine. <laughs> what a Trist- dick machine, could I marry you? <laughs> Tristan Bennett in the Sissy Squad just went, send. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking well, of somebody who needs I, a dick machine. Anyway, uh, <laughs> she would just go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I have a dick machine, I don't even use a condom. I let that dick machine raw dog me. You hear that? Raw... Oh, wait, the batteries are out. <laughs> um, She is continuing to be the vilest person on the planet the more I watch. Y'all, she has absolutely no redeeming qualities. No. I would dare anyone. She did look pretty. I thought one part of this episode, I went, oh, she looks really nice. But, um, no, she's Lisa and Usman, y'all. That's who we're talking about. Some lonely, some lonely ass hearts. Uh, I will also say that every time Lisa gets upset, she starts using an imaginary puppet hand. It's like, I mean, are you going to talk about this? Blah, blah, blah. So it's like. That's why I use the hand when I have to do her. I have to use a hand to do her. But she like like a puppet mouth hand. Like she's like she kind of closes the hand and she does it with a puppet mouth. <laughs> she's it's just so... really She's awful. Y'all, they um they're talking about their dinner they had where Abba take a chance on me. Um, uh, basically said she was ruining his career. Rightly so, because he is 100% correct. 100% correct. Now, Lisa is upset, which I get it. She, I, I honestly get why she seems upset, because she's like, I traveled 7,000 miles <laughs> to be insulted, and you think it's funny? You don't even take up for me? This is not <laughs> respectful to me? You don't have respect and i gave you that raw gooder which means i respect you because i have never given that to a man before don't ask me but i, I have it yes she has she has but don't so, but ever say raw gooder ever i've decided that's what she calls it her goot or gooder oh, i y'all she 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 does kind of have he did laugh in her face but I, 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 again, I kind of agree with the respect issue here, but honestly, she's so ridiculous. She has no perspective at how ridiculous she is. She is. But I don't think uh, she has perspective at all. No. Uh, I, I, and basically Usman says, Lisa doesn't really like hearing the truth. <laughs> 
No. And she doesn't. She was like, I do not want him at the party. And then, but then they showed a clip of them when they were both talking, like they were both doing their kind of confessional scene. The confessional, yeah. And she looked, that's when she looked really pretty then. Her hair, someone put a, um, what's it called on a hair dryer? You're never going to know this. Oh, uh, what is it called? Cur- it's curly hair. A deodorizer, yeah. humidifier. Not a deodorizer. It's uh, something. On yeah. the fire. Come a fire. Uh, she got a better dye job, too. Uh, yes, I but, think she got it dyed. The front of it is still really dark, but the roots are still there. There's it was still, a real problem. But she looks better, and whoever did her makeup for that, her makeup looked really good. Yeah. That was the first it's, time I thought she looked nice. It's, you know what? There's there's some perspective there. She has not looked nice this whole season. No, she hasn't. So I went, oh, she looked, <laughs> and even on the way to the club, she had her hair up and her makeup looked yeah. good then. I was like, good for you, Lisa. Thank you. I don't know why when you get off a plane, when you see oh. your belo- your baby oh, love for the first time. so rough. You oh, literally looked God. like a wet chihuahua. <laughs> like I didn't even know with, like it, I didn't make any sense at all. Um, but she, she, yeah, she basically also is saying Abba's talking rubbish, you know. Oh, yeah. So she hates him. She He's hates not him. coming to the party. And he was like, and then Usman says, "I have to do what I have to do to go to America. I mean, to make her happy." <laughs> and I, I wrote down too. I hate, hate, hate the way she talks to him, like. Obviously, everyone in Lisa's life who have ever had a relationship with her, um, in a way, she treats them this way. It's awful. She's she very, very demanding. Yes. Yeah. It's very much, it really is, which, again, we're going to see them in 90 Day Fiance. What now? That's how we're saying it from now on. Do we see them in what we, now? Not them. We see uh, Jiggity oh. Jiggity. Oh, Jiggy Jiggy. Or Jiggy Jiggy. Uh, Laura and Aladdin. Y'all, but still, I think even Laura and Aladdin have something more redeeming than Lisa. Like, Lisa? Like, people, I, I, again, I haven't seen all these seasons. Lisa's the worst since I've been watching. She's absolutely just, like, like, physically disgusting to me. But then she has these moments of, again, she's not based in reality, but she has these kind of sweet moments where she almost seems a little more childlike, where she said... So I get to hear my baby love sing tonight. And then she's like, watching her watch him perform, it actually was kind of cute. She was very much... barcode? Oh, God. Someone said that this... Someone said on our sissy squad that this opening looked like a wet fart. And I (laughs) died. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. Y'all, why is Usman wearing a white towel over his head? I don't understand that. Is it? Is it a rapper thing? I don't know. Someone come at us. Tell us why. Is is that a thing? Someone who's educated in Nigerian urban fashion, let us know because we clearly don't. But when she sings, uh, even like on the way there when he's like, baby love, that light on top of the club. That's the club. And she looks at it like, wow. Wow. <laughs> to Oz, to Oz. I mean, it was just like, is Ohio where she lives that disgusting? She doesn't, Pennsylvania. Same thing. York. 
It's a sunny Well, people have been saying it's Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's because been, it's it's it's, uh, it's it's Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, and then in the middle, it's Pennsylvania. It's Pennsylvania that gross? Uh, they're calling Pennsylvania the whole of the middle of Pennsylvania. <laughs> so. Yeah, they say York is pretty rough. Almost so, everyone is like, this is what all the women from York look like. So Barcode then looks like a step up. Barcode is like Chateau Marmont for her. Okay. So we should we should let her have that. Um, So <laughs> when she starts seeing him perform, she goes, wow. <laughs> She's... She's like, wow, <laughs> seeing him perform live, it's over the top. It's more than I can thought. It's sexy. Makes me want to get up on that stage and take off his pants and then before I raw dog him, shove his face in my gooder because that's the American way. I got to teach him about this oral sex. It's mwah, 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 mwah. That's what mama likes. That's what baby girl likes. Please. Oh, you have to go. So she basically says, I'm shocked by how the women are acting. Okay. Uh, they're just taking selfies. No one is like throwing their tits in his face. I mean, I already knew it wasn't going to be good when she was on the red carpet because she's on the red carpet. And she looks, she has this face that like someone farted on the red carpet and she's the only person that smells it. And she's like, I'm uncomfortable. And I'm like, it's, you're uncomfortable because you realize you have no fucking business being there. That's what I think yeah. with all this deals with is Lisa realizes that's why they both are uncomfortable. This world. It's yes. Like Angela and Michael, they feel like they belong to one another. And Lisa and Usman, they do not, they know deep in their hearts that they do not. They are not going to work out. I feel like there's a sense of kind of across the board reciprocity with Angela and Michael. Like he when he can't where where they kind of meet each other's needs in a way that Usman and Lisa don't. Um, I, I just can't explain it that much. I just feel like. I feel like Usman is definitely telling her everything she wants to hear and is just desperately trying to get to America. Desperately. Yeah. Which He's a good actor. He's a very good actor. Um, so the girls are basically, all they're doing is just taking selfies and saying like, we love you, Usman. It's not even like they're like, y'all. What are these females doing? I mean, if you went to Jake to like a fucking... <laughs> I don't know, Steven Saffer, or what's his name that you love? Steven Saffer? Oh, Sufjan Stevens. Oh, Sufjan Stevens is my favorite, y'all. I'm a big fan of his. Jake fucking takes off his shirt at the concert and is just like rubbing rubbing his nipples while he plays. I did did not go to a meet and greet, but but, um, a friend of mine said we can meet backstage after a Sufjan Stevens concert, and I freaked out. Uh, He's like one of my favorite musicians. He's so sensitive. He's by all reports straight, but um, I I think he's a little flexible. Never stopped Jake before. Never stopped me before. Never stopped Sufjan Stevens. Never stopped Jake or the Tiger King. Y'all, no. by the way, if you haven't listened to our episodes of the Tiger God King, queens. 
Tiger Queens on our Patreon. The first episode was on our podcast feed, and you can listen to all the other episodes. And we're also doing tomorrow, we're recording an episode with Aaron and Mary from Pink Shade. And hey. we will, uh, we will, uh, yeah, we'll be dropping that. Actually, that's going to go on the regular podcast feed. So that'll probably drop on Wednesday on this feed as well if you want to listen to that. Oh, you might as well just join, like, drink the Kool-Aid for Tiger King because it is the most popular uh, show on Netflix right now. If just you, drink the yeah. fucking Kool-Aid. Watch it. It's crazy. You'll be horrified. You'll be entertained. You'll have a lot of questions as we did. Unless you're like Jackie Wiseman because she has pregnancy hormones right now. She was like, I can't watch this show because the the animal stuff. And I said, I get it. It's It I makes sense. It. I get uh, it. So anyway, Lisa's like pounding Hennessy. <laughs> just I thank you. I wrote away. she's just drinking fucking. I mean, she is like laid back, feet on the table, just drinking that Hennessy. And the, the thing that's gross about the way she acts to me, Poodle, and I'm she even said, girlfriend." Yeah, it's almost like. Weirdly enough, she's almost making it about her. That it's not about her being there to support Usman. It's for everyone to see that I'm his fiance, and yep. that this song is about me, and it's all about it's all about her and me. And okay. that just whereas this is a big deal to him. Like I've done when I've gone with my partner, and it's something for him. I don't even need to be in the fucking limelight. Like, I'll just stand there and watch. It's not about me. And when you're in a true partnership, you're able to step back and be whatever that person needs. I'm sure you've never been a spectacle at any of his events and been loud and been uh, and been laughing. And, and he has to go, can you take it down a notch? Not at all. He's never done that. No. <laughs> Never. I'm, I'm sure you've acted out. No, quite I'm really time. good on it. I tell him when we go out and do stuff, I'll say, remember, honey, this is your show, not mine. I have my own show. We'll see. Uh, anyway. You, on the other hand, would <laughs> you would show your ass at events. You're, well, the man that marries you is going to have a special place in heaven. To be honest, I, when when I go places with people I'm seeing, I usually fade into the background because I'd rather them do their own thing. Agree. Uh, when, when they come see me do things, I I'm always like a little self conscious. Um, like when people go, like people I'm dating see my shows, and they're like, "Oh, I want to see what you do," and it's just not a big deal. Like what what I do to me is not a very big deal. It just is not my job, um, and it's just. It's 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 always amazing to me if you're like it's just like I don't I, how do you do that I'm like been doing it since I was like ten y'all just like sucking dick although I did not suck dick at ten no <laughs> let's clarify that I was just born to do it but I do remember the first time Poodle told me about his first DP and if you don't know what DP is Google <laughs> it but I remember they got the one of the tops was amazed and Jake was like what are you talking about I do this every Thursday and just kept on riding. You know what? Sometimes you gotta have commitment. Uh, so he's singing a song about Soldier Boy singing a song about dabbing, which I believe uh, kids still do. But That's like that song, dabs went out like three years ago. Maybe if y'all, if you ever wanted to, if you're listening to this show and ever thought, I wonder what Jake and Maddie look like. Clearly, we're white because we're like <laughs> and old. We're like dab. They dab. Uh, so then he's like, and now we're getting to the part where this whole evening 
is 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 for and so they start playing the video and everyone just like kind of settles down and watches it and the video is apparently boring and i don't uh, really know why the video is boring like yes it's nice to have a model in a video but this is a really weird standard that i think might be producer related but this is a really weird standard in nigeria that Every single love video needs to have a man and a woman in the love video. Come at us if you're from Nigeria. Is this like a standard that... Because people do these videos all the time in the States without, like, the love interest there. Baby... I I disagree. If you're talking about how much and you're talking intimately about someone you love, there's usually a cipher there for them to... uh, Like, all those Maroon 5 videos... Uh, with that's about a girl, but that's about, because we want to think about Adam Levine fucking somebody. But I'm saying almost oh, all music. that just clicked. They want to think uh-huh. about Usman fucking somebody. <laughs> exactly. Okay, it, it's it. That's why it's stupid. It's stupid not to have a model there. See, I was thinking like Amy Grant and Baby Baby didn't have a man. Uh, I love Amy Grant. She was a, she was a Christian singer. <laughs> we did that in show choir too. Uh, good wholesome show choir yeah. entertainment. Baby, baby, I'm taken with the notion. Was that the first baritone part? Yeah, it was. <laughs> wow, interesting. Um, so I, then, all of a sudden, when the for a minute, and we even pointed at our watch hand. Baby, I'm so glad you're mine. Who who did your choreo? Uh, the choir director's wife, Mary Beth. <laughs> I'm just imagining she wasn't trained in this. No, she was pretty good. She was in in Durant. They had a professional college that a professional Durant. college show choir called the Corvettes, and she was in the Corvettes for four years. That's unheard of. I remember when we went to go see her perform because she hadn't graduated college yet, and our choir director hadn't married her yet. But we went to go see them perform, and she sang. Uh, he's all the man that I need, and she sang it in a Whitney Houston mermaid dress, and I was in love. Uh, <laughs> but you still suck dick on a regular basis, so. Well, that was in middle school, but yeah. yeah. So, um, why were you there? We went to. We were there for all district competition, and that night the Corvettes performed for us, and we were like, "Wow, the guys actually pick up the girls and they do dances. We'll never be able to do that." Because mainly because Dennis Gothard, remember, he lost part of his hand in that motorcycle accident. So he couldn't lift girls because he just had a nubbin. That's what he God called it. God bless Dennis Gothard. Uh, anyway, when Usman is up there, first of all, this isn't even... You, Poodle, if you have a premiere party, even a shitty premiere party, if a, like somebody shitty fucking independent movie that they raised money on and they wrote and directed people, and people started. lose their minds people lose their minds oh, no, because but, they've all put a little something into it but i want to say when you go to those and it's about visually seeing a video don't you usually someone has like a somewhat sizable projection screen instead of just yeah, a it, shitty it tv hanging up on the wall for everyone to see that really bothered me I want to talk about the very end of the video when he finished singing and it just like flashed up baby girl Lisa's face and it was like, uh, but 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 that's all folks. Yes, <laughs> like in the middle. But, mm-hmm. and 
all, folks. That's all, folks. <laughs> and then when he when Usman says, "This is boy," if it tells you why he's in this relationship, this is my white, beautiful woman from the United States of America. Yeah, white, beautiful woman. Those were the exact words, actually. I, I want to talk about um, some of the people that gave comments after the video. <laughs> I need these people on Pillow Talk. Uh, for real. First of all, her name is Queen. Queen and Faza. I I love that. What's your name? Queen. I love Faiza. that. Um, They didn't like the video at all. And she was it's like. Not pure love. Yeah, she's like, I don't think that he's dating her. And then Winifred <laughs> fucking laid it down, y'all. She needs to be on the show more. She needs to be on the. First of all, I think she was drunker than Cooter Brown. She was. But Poodle, was what, what did, I feel like you might be more adapted. She this. Says, what did she say? She's your white lady. You're not going to marry her. She should run away. And then she said, it was boring video. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Oh. Winifred, come at us. We would love to interview you about your Winifred, experience. We would have you on. We would actually Skype with you. Someone tag Winifred. Someone tag Winifred. We will talk to you about what was the opening like. That's the name of the princess and Once Upon a Mattress. It's true. We got an opening for a princess. da 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 princess. Okay, so... The kind of the next, there's not too much that happens with, except for they're flying to meet her mother or his mother in Sokoto. And I just want to mention, um, I want to mention the friend that picks them up at the airport, uh, Bobo Bo- Gindi. <laughs> um, his name should be Bobo, Bobo Dickface. Bobo, 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 stick it in me. Yeah, he is hot. Hot. Ooh. Um, they're staying in a chalet at a nearby uh, 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 motorhome inn. Uh, yes. And because they can't stay in the same bed, so they need to fuck. Yes. And yes. he's basically saying, you like it? And they walk in, and she's like, it's one star. Maybe it's even a half star. Like, she's not even having it. Which, is he paying for this? I bet he is. Probably, yeah. I, again, it's just hashtag not Southern, y'all. Even She's so respectful. Yeah, even when we get to the bathroom and there's a fucking, it needs to be cleaned and there's a bucket in the corner. You know, there's a thing about being like respectful of when you travel. You're just, be respectful of who you're traveling with. I had to take issue when she's talking about um, beds and she was incorrect. It wasn't just a box spring. Uh, it was kind of a combination box spring um, mattress. They have these a lot, you guys, in Africa, China, developing countries, uh, even some in Europe. Beds aren't comfortable in hotels. Get over it. <laughs> hey, I would have been comfortable because Usman looked at it and said, it will be good for performance. <laughs> and I'm like, that would have shut Poodle and I, we would have been, okay, it's fine. Right, hair tweak. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But instead, mm-hmm. she didn't even care about that. So, it, and also, too, do we remember Lisa's house? 
Oh, yes. Her house was fucking a shit show. And so the fact that she's like judging him and like, and I'm just, I'm, I'm done with her. I'm I, done. Y'all, again, there's nothing redeeming about her. Nothing. Yeah, and no. yet Boba Stick It In Me said, your wife is very beautiful, very smart. Yep. But she just, he, he was complimentary, but then said, but she's he a raging bitch. supporting actor. <laughs> he would be a best supporting actor. He could be a politician. Yeah, but he basically said this. What you said, he she's controlling, she's bossy, and he's like, you know, uh, because the producers made him say this. In Islamic faith, we believe that a man should should control his woman, uh, and yeah. he's like, yes, I know, but like, I've got to get to America. Yeah. Sorry, Buffett. Sorry, I need to live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> anyway, but we don't know. Usman's like, I don't know if this is going to work out because we're fighting. So we'll see, y'all. Okay. I need a break for my voice. Can we skip Darcy and Tom and, go, and maybe do them last? We can. Um, we should take a break for commercials sometime soon. Well, let's do that now, y'all. Y'all, we're gonna take we're gonna take a little bit of break, uh, get a little refresh, and we'll be back in just one second. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy. When it comes to flowers, I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful 
gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Okay, that's all we get. (laughs) That's all we get, y'all. I just want it to be known when we take a break. These bitches don't get a break. Uh, we just pause for three seconds to allow for a break, and then we keep going, and Poodle gets very angry about it. Because <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, and I used to run up and go get myself another soda. Um, you would go get yourself probably another Little Debbie. Well, this is adulthood, little fat kid, so sorry. <laughs> and don't tell me you wouldn't get a soda. Please, you were going to get an oatmeal cream pie and not realize... <laughs> <laughs> and then as you got older, you would get a real cream pie. <laughs> Google cream pie, y'all, but don't do it at work. Well, you're not. Most of you aren't at work. So although we do have some cubicle warriors that are coming at us and tell us that you are still listening. You guys, if y'all are still in the fight, we support you. So we appreciate you. Be safe. And we are loving and praying for you. Um, so we should move on to Big Ed and Rose. Sure. There really wasn't that much happening with them anyway. Um. I, I I agree. I want to say something just in general because I've been thinking about why it's been bothering me. Oh, God. Uh, this is always a thing when you start <laughs> it this way. Uh, I'm going to get on my soapbox. That's what it means. Um, so uh, they're, quote, unquote, he's sent her to another hotel. She's very mad at him uh, because he basically asked her to take an STD test. Um there is – and he basically says, because I need to know if I can trust her. There is the concept of trust, which Rose talks, uh, Rose talks about later on. The concept of trust has nothing to do whether you are positive or negative for STDs. This could have been – there's two separate ideas. This could have been handled before Big Ed came to visit her. Yes. When he could have gotten tested and then she could have gotten tested. 
or it could have been handled later when when because when they decided not to be intimate or they could have gone to the clinic together but trust the concept of quote unquote trust has nothing to do whether you've had STDs or not that does not make you a dirty whore if you've had an STD it is, has nothing to do with your trustability because she could have been STD negative and like slobbing every knob from here to Manila and if she does that it doesn't make her dirty because we're exactly. sex positive here. It's exactly. like someone told me and asked me not. I'm trying not to say the word whore now as much, y'all. I'm sorry. I call poodle that all the time. But it's like a loving term of affection for us because, <laughs> well, we say that because somebody who is, I believe, works kind of in the sex industry was telling me, you know, that's such a, it's like the F word for us. So I try not to use that. I think, though, the way when I use it, though, again, we grew, Jake and I grew up with such sexually repressed cultures. We're taking it back when for we say state, it. For straight people, for women especially. So, and then on gay people on top of it. So, like, when I call Poodle or he calls me a slut or, like, dick liquor or whatever, it's like, it's more for I us. I never like, call yeah, you any of that. You have called me a slut. Well, you're a slut, yeah. Yeah. But we like, it's like, it's, it's pride for us, y'all. Yep. Because we live We're on. sex positive. We live on pride cock. Um, <laughs> um, he's a big bottom. He's a bottom. He's a big bottom. On the day we arrived in WeHo, <laughs> seeing the dicks in the sun, <laughs> the sun going high Ooh. in the smoky sky. <laughs> It's the circle of dick. And it fills us all. That's all you get, y'all. We're saving the rest for the musical episode. But now Um, we have to sing that for the musical episode. I also need to say that if he's so worried about having sex with her, that's why you bring condoms. We still have condoms available. He could have bought them at the airport. That's why this idea of trust... And the fact that if she has STDs or not, have nothing to do with one another. I, it it's makes ir- me so angry. It's ironic to me that that's the litmus test for him for trust. Where yeah, when, exactly. I, when I meet somebody and it would be in a situation to me, it's more of, and this comes from my own thing of growing up in, especially my father's family, they were poor growing up and then weren't later. They had money. But I'm my first inclination is to be like, is someone going to take money from me? Someone going to take money from me or take advantage of me financially, and yeah. so, and so, you if he said that, that would have he would have more leg to stand on that. But it's like he doesn't care about any of that. It's just this like pure virginity bullshit. Yeah, it's this white savior nonsense that we've talked about before. Um, I have one more thing to say about he's calling her. And the phone ring in the Philippines sounds like you do when you're like motorboating titties or a butt. It's like. (laughs) 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 Exactly. It's it's a motorboat phone ring. (laughs) I shift gears when I motorboat. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what the ring sounds like. It was a weird. It was very disarming. Um. And so, basically, y'all, he waits for, like, fucking two hours. Because you know what Rose realizes, y'all? 
Rose has all the power now. She does. And he... He's and he, Big Egg, you're fucked. This is going to be expensive, bitch. He... <laughs> I agree. That's what I say to dates sometimes <laughs> if, they, if they're late. Um, so... He says the the most cavalier way, this is him really coming to her level. He sends her a message in Tagalog, her language, which he just cuts and pastes from the translator app. What a complete sacrifice he's making. It's true, which a lot of you didn't see this, but maybe we only saw it on Poodle Sling TV. But actually, <laughs> the translator jumped in and said, I can't believe she's going to buy this bag of shit. You're a horrible person. I hope she never finds you again. Go back to Tagalog now. Yes. Uh, exactly. So she shows up. She, I, I didn't think she was going to show. So he goes to this coffee shop. And first of all, he's there for 90 minutes the fact that he doesn't buy anything besides coffee is appalling. Here's the thing, you guys. Sweating. If you <laughs> if you go to a coffee shop and you like only buy one cup of coffee and you sit there and you take up a fucking table, you need to buy a sandwich. You need to buy something to eat because that person is having to wait on you and you're taking up a table. This is true. I will say, not in his defense, but the restaurant wasn't crowded. I, I don't give a shit. It's it's mm-hmm. just courtesy. Just one of them. So, okay. So, basically, Rose shows up, and he just kind of basically says, we don't need a, the test. My heart hurts for you. I will always trust you, and I will love you. I need to learn how to communicate and you're, and understand what you're saying to me. And then Ed gets all teary and says, you're teaching me how to learn, how to love. Yeah, it got very like Forrest Gump really quickly. It's true. Jenny. And then Rose, who's a fucking mastermind, says, <laughs> but love is about trust. Love is trust. And um, she's, <laughs> I mean, I literally wrote in all caps, she's about to get everything she well, fucking wants. It's like that Seinfeld episode when George and uh, Jerry are talking about who, who has the upper hand. You got a hand. And... Uh, and George says to his girlfriend when she breaks up with him, he's like, no, you can't. I have Hannah. She goes, and you're going to need it. <laughs> oh, that is good. Wasn't that Terry uh, Hatcher? No, that's a whole different episode. You don't know Seinfeld. Don't, I don't watched come, it. Don't I, come, don't, you're wading into the pool. Don't even try. I watched it. I just don't remember things like you do like that. Yeah, I have a memory. Yeah, I had, yeah I had social lives in school. Uh, no, you did. Okay, first of all, Seinfeld was on in like college. Oh, oh, see, I forget you're older than me. See, I was in middle school when it was on. I have seen no, I have seen all these episodes in reruns. You just you you just tune out. He saw. The You'd premiere. rather watch Merle Haggard. He saw the premiere. Y'all. I did love Merle Haggard. I just watched. Oh my God! I have to send this to you again. You are 18 months younger than me. Who's counting? Um. I just watched a PBS special of Garth Brooks being inducted to the Library of Congress last night, and Trisha, you're Congress. You mean Hall of Fame or something? They do like the song, the Bernstein song, like the Bernstein, like when they induct someone's like works into the Library of Congress, and so they did a big. It's just a fundraiser thing. Anyway, Trisha Yearwood sang the change, and Ooh. I I'm trying to find the video to send it. You're gonna be. 
because first of all, y'all, Poodle and I love Trisha Yearwood's voice. You're going to weep because even I cried a little bit and I'm not a crier. And I'm a crier. So anyway. Um, so anyway, uh, she That's basically. That's I have for them. Go ahead. Ed basically says, so can we stay in the hotel? And she says, without missing a week, sure, why not? Sure, why not? <laughs> so, y'all, she has all the power. She's got his balls in his hand, uh, in her hands, I should say. That's she's got all I both have. balls in her in hand. hand. She's, she's got, got the, the whole balls in her hand. hand. She's got the whole balls. We can't, we can't sync singing together. Sorry, well, we, can. we can't do this on we, Skype. We can look at each other. Finish it out. Come on, we could do it. No, Five, even six. look at each other. There's going to be a delay. It won't work. You know, you don't know. We should try things more. She's got the whole ball in her hands. It's not working. I can hear it. It's a delay. Fuck off. <laughs> Y'all, Google should figure this out. If anything, that we should be able to harmonize. It is weird that we can send a man to the moon or a woman to the moon and we can't. Or a human to the moon. We haven't sent a woman to the moon. That's fucked up. Anyway. I think we tried to, uh, but then the Challenger exploded. <laughs> Actually, I don't think the Challenger went was supposed was to going go to the moon. moon. I think she was. But now she you was... completely halted the, the show. <laughs> like, we can't go back from that. Yo, where were you when you saw no. Chris McAuliffe? No, the earth. <laughs> we don't need. This is not the time to talk about this in a pandemic. No, I go I'm dark sometimes. It's okay. It's okay to talk about where we where we were when the Challenger was there. Let's talk about Stephanie and Erica, <laughs> please. Um. So, uh, they are trying to figure out. They're in their like hotel room or on their yes. way back. Um, I wrote stand- down. I wrote down that uh, Erica's calf calf tattoos makes her look like she has reverse knee pads on. <laughs> A little bit. Bother me. I, I think calf tattoos just look unsightly for some reason. I, I think there's one place you shouldn't have tattoos. I, I'm fi- I mean, I like calves, so I feel like it takes away from the calves. But um, I will say I wrote Erica. I said, I love her and I don't love her because... She always looks fucking 100% all the time. And, like, her outfits are so cute. Her makeup is so cute. And I'm like, this. I'm exhausted. I can't have that much effort just to try to look that good all the time. I feel like that facade is going to fall away in the next couple of episodes. But I just she, have this feeling. Maybe. She always looks beautiful, though. Uh, yep. Anyway, y'all, they're getting to a hotel and... They are, I kind of like this storyline because I think a lot of people talk about men are sexual or that for a woman to be sexual, she needs to act like a man. So I love it. It's two bi women who just want to fucking scissor. They just want to fuck y'all and you I, can tell. I disagree with the fact that uh, Erica does, but uh, Stephanie's too in her head about it. This well, is, they are, they are being, they're being definitely, if they had gender roles, uh, Erica would be the man, and Stephanie would be the woman who's not sure. However, all those gender roles are fucked, so we can't do either of those. And I think both these women are trying to deal with that. Well, Stephanie put a post on her Instagram, and I won't. It's a pretty lengthy post. I would re- recommend people read it because 
I guess one of our sissies posted it in the squad on our private Facebook group. But the sissy squad, y'all. But apparently, uh, a lot of people have been kind of coming at Stephanie saying, well, that she wasn't comfortable with her bisexuality. That bugged me a little bit. Why because are they coming for her? Because I it's, think people it's, are trying. It's everyone's, it's everyone's like, uh, journey. Well, I think a lot of people still don't believe in bisexuality. And y'all, it's, bisexuality is a real thing. So it's real. Even Poodle and I, honestly, we used to balk at it and we kind of had our own judgments. And then, and we then actually, I dated a guy who was bi and I was like, oh, it's real. It's real. And then you talk to people and you're like, you know what? Actually, the reason I don't believe this is not because I don't believe other people. It's because I have my own biases. So, um, but anyway, Stephanie said that she was, she, I forget the exact reason, but she was taking a specific medication at the time because I guess she was having – it was very personal. I was shocked she put it, but good for her. Uh, she was having like overactive periods, I believe. I'm totally fucking this oh, up because wow. it's woman stuff. But she was on this medicine, and that medicine basically makes you like you're asexual. It makes you very not sexual. So um, – which if anybody's ever been in that situation, that can be hard because your head is telling you – I love this person. I want to fuck them. I'm I'm so intellectually, emotionally into this person. But it's almost like your body. I have to explain this because Poodle has never been this way. But it's like your body. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like not even hearing. I'm like, I don't follow. <laughs> You're like, I don't, I don't follow. follow. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, but it is like you're for people in this situation. It is difficult because you want to be sexually with someone. But your body is literally not responding. So that's that. So Stephanie was still going through that. So. That's kind of like her explanation to this. Um, but my main problem was, y'all, this is a PSK. This is a PSK. Don't, when you're traveling, don't ever put your luggage oh, on yes. the bed. Because your luggage is filthy, y'all. Filthy. It's, it's filthy. It's, it's disgusting. It's covered in Coronas. In fact... This is even non-pandemic related. You should bring sanitizing wipes, and when you get out, get luggage and wipe that the shit down and put it on the luggage rack. Your, your suitcase should be across the room. Yes. Um, yes. I want to talk about um, how they were talking about, like, I want to kiss you, but I want to brush my teeth. Uh, but then all of a sudden, like, she's like, I'll meet you in the bathroom. <laughs> um. And this is not a bathtub that's big enough for two people, y'all. This is not a couple's tub. Well, they're petite girls, maybe. I don't know. Did you see? They they both got in it, and they were, like, having to fold themselves on each other. Yeah, it wasn't great. It's not a two-person tub. But, so yeah. Anyway, uh, Stephanie gets into what I can only quantify as a Lonnie Anderson from WKRP. <laughs> Uh, bathrobe. <laughs> um, you would totally own this. <laughs> but it's but Lonnie Anderson's would be white, and Stephanie's is black. It's like a more of a Karen Walker from Will and Grace uh, nightgown with that's like fur. And I like, loved it. Y'all remember, remember when like they visited Lonnie Anderson? What was her name on the show? Who even knows? Um, on WKRP, and they visited her. They visited her house, and her doorbell went, the plane fly me to the moon. <laughs> and it kept ringing. It was a comedy thing the whole time. Uh, if you were born before 1990, uh, you're not understanding a word I'm saying. Not but at that's all. Okay. <laughs> um, 
you say not at all like you're not. No, not at all. They won't understand. Um, I kind of love this. I thought this was, because I want to ask Poodle, I, I feel like this was similar. Because what would you have done if you were traveling down under and it was your first moment <laughs> in a under. hotel with a certain fella? Um, It depends on, have we met? Uh, at the airport on an app, or have we been talking before? <laughs> You've been talking before. Oh, uh, I would shut the door, and all of a sudden I start taking off my clothes. So there would be no bath. There would be no anything. Just a bath of when you lick him? Yep, tongue bath. Like a cat? Mm-hmm. That's how Poodle cleans himself, y'all. <laughs> so... Anyway, it's the next – they kiss. They kiss, like, forever. It was pot. It was passionate. They were going at it. It was sweet. I loved it. Uh, and the next day, she's like, I'm sorry. I was so tired. And I feel like, y'all, I feel like Erica's going to get really frustrated with Stephanie uh, really quickly. I do wonder – you know, you said this about Stephanie, that Stephanie has confidence issues and that she's probably going to be a self-sabotager. Yep. So I wonder if this Definitely. is – and yes, so now I'm glad that we know that Stephanie has a medical condition because my thought wasn't that she was shy about bisexuality. My thought was just she's just fucking teasing her and that she wants to wait to be intimate. But it is a bit – because it is it is a bit of a tease because she's saying I want to wait to have sex. But then you're all – to me, taking a bath with someone yeah. is very intimate. But it's a big step. I guess she uh, – whatever floats your boat. I really believe and I think I really I, – I believe Stephanie has a legitimate medical condition. I'm not saying that. However, she's going to use that in any way that that suits her. And it's going to be – it's going to be an issue. I guarantee you because she's going to use it and anytime she doesn't feel comfortable or she's going to feel slightly triggered, she's going to bring up her medical condition. And I'll talk more about that in a minute um but uh basically stephanie gave the excuse that women are more interested in making connections and i'm like have you ever met a, a full-on lesbian they're they're gonna donut bump like to look at you <laughs> lesbians have you met our fucking sissy squad and those dick pigs well that's true i mean some of well, those women are about making connections i i Look, there are there. I think there. You know, it's kind of like chicken or egg. Yes, some women are about. You know, there's that joke that everybody tells of what a lesbians do on a second date. They move in together, and I do know a lot of lesbian couples that have moved way faster than gay men. I know some lesbians though that get down and dirty really quickly. I know a lot of lesbians that do that too. So I feel like making those generalizations are. Um, I sometimes even. We, it's like self-oppression, even like we, like in, it's like Poodle and I, just because we're gay doesn't mean we need to squeal around and act like mincing queens. Oops. (laughs) 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 But still, so I think there is a little bit of like, is that really what she thinks or is that conditioning of like what the way women are supposed to act? I don't know either. Um, y'all, it is hard being a woman in the world because y'all are told not to fucking be sexual. And it's some women, they even... Every boy and every girl, spice up your life! So I'm like, you get yours. Um, I want to talk about... They both look so fucking cute when they went to the zoo. Erica's wearing this whole, like, 
like yeah, they're um, matching. Uh, like Irwin outfit, zookeeper, like yeah. zookeeper Irwin outfit, and then she's matching with the. That was a that was. I don't know if they planned that. Surely they did. It was glorious. Probably. Um, they so they go to a wildlife sanctuary where they're just randomly feeding kangaroos. I don't know if you can do this in uh, Australia. They probably had to get special permission, but they're just in there with wild animals. And I'm surprised, like, a kangaroo didn't, like, kick him in the fucking head. That's the, the videos I've seen. Kangaroos are mean as fuck, y'all. Uh, then we have one thing where they kind of are – she is saying, oh, I need to hand, sanitize my hands and blah, blah, blah. And then she just gets out all these boxes of pills. Did she not have a pill carrier? Like, they have, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Yeah, I think Thursday. that would be way easier. Like, come on, girl, organize. You've got a big backpack with boxes of... I mean, why have all your medicine, she too? She carries boxes of pills around. There had to be a pill carrier for her. And they make really cute pill carriers now. They can. She could get a stylish one. I don't and know. I feel like, again, she's using this... I I I I do believe before you come for me. I believe her her illness is real. I just feel like she is in the habit of using it to get possibly attention and to set herself apart and to make her seem like she is a hero over it. Oh, see, I totally I'll disagree. feel really gross about that. I totally disagree with that. I feel like she is using it, but I think she is using it to distance herself and to make herself unlovable so no one will that's what i'm seeing because i see a confidence issue a lot of times the way like beautiful girls that are a little bigger often say well no one's gonna love me because i'm fat or whatever which is a bunch of bullshit that's i think we're saying the same thing because they're two sides the same coin i guess that's true i guess i just don't see yeah yeah i think i think stephanie has a lot of confidence issues that she needs to work out and erica seems like she's pretty like on the ball, so I, as her self, I think self we're gonna. Love. I think we're gonna see something there too. Yep. Well, what we're not gonna see is Lana. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on to? I'm David in Ukraine. <laughs> Y'all, Y'all, when our, David talks, he talks really close to the microphone. He like does this. our last? Our no, our last, but our loneliest of hearts, David. Trying to meet—is it Lana or Lana? I never remember. Who the fuck cares? I think it's Lana. Um, he's in Ukraine, y'all. Um, again, like Poodle said, he looks like a Peanuts character. He decides to go <laughs> meet her. In the he's biggest... wearing a purple shirt now. It's just the from the Linus from Peanuts collection. The it's purple the shirt. most ill-fitting polo, and then his pants are oh, his pants are so big. And I'm like, this is what you wore to make an impression on someone. Aren't you supposed to be rich? I want to make a big deal the fact that he doesn't have her phone number. It's he's it's stupid. It's uh, completely stupid. Uh, hold on. There's a knock at the door. Oh God. Um, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Oh, Why does it smell like cigarette smoke? Hold on. I'm going to get a drink, I think, while I see this. <sighs> Hello, it is Olga Pudelskaya. Oh. I am here in social distancing in Los Angeles, California. Olga, you're back. Yes, uh, Olga is back. Uh, she here just to drop by for a second. We are social distancing, uh, so she can only come with Chinese businessmen. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Olga, what do you think about the way David and Lana, do you think, is, is Lana playing her cards right? Well, uh, I actually know Lena. I, I know Lena in Ukraine. Uh, and uh, here's how I know Lena. I have actually used Lena fake profile several times to lure Chinese businessmen. Oh. Yes. So Lena, yo, Lena is Olga. Lena is Nadia down my other block. Nadia computer pro. Uh, Lena is computer program. That's all you need to know. Anyhow, I say Lena not real, but uh, Olga is real, and Olga is trying to get her nut on. Uh, so even in social distancing, how are you dealing with social distancing? How are you able to uh, to still fuck men for money? Well, uh, I, I, I have to stand in front of them and stick, uh, I have dildo. And it's, it's actually, you know, with Chinese businessmen, it's okay to social distance because they have immunity. It's fine. It's oh, fine. okay. Yeah. But uh, it's a problem. I usually have to go to alley and finger bang self and then they throw money at me. Uh, it's fine. Starbucks take all my money. Oh, I didn't know you liked coffee so much. Yeah, it's it's my weakness. Oh. It's my weakness. You know how it is. Anyway, I got to go. Okay, Just Olga. Checking in with social... Di- hey, have you ever heard of the movie Three Men and a Baby? Yes. Because Olga had a Three Men and a Baby night just last night. I don't know if I have time to tell his story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Oh, God. Anyway, it's not like movie at all. There are literally three men, and then Olga says, I don't want no baby. So the final one she make, put on condom. Okay. Okay. So that might be my story of three men and the baby. You go watch that movie, I believe. Who's in that movie? Is, 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 is that Bruce Willis as baby? Uh, no, that's Look Who's Talking. Olga always get those confused. Anyway, bye, dos fedanya. Well, y'all, there you have it. Who knew? Corona okay, won't keep that I'm bitch back. down. I'm back. What are you, you going to say? Olga was here. You know what? She never talks to me when she's here. She just she, leaves. She just leaves. Well, she's sick of you. <laughs> she doesn't really. She doesn't like gay people. So she, she comes pro- in. She, she doesn't. She, she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to catch it. Me. She she tells me she just kind of grabs a banana and a handful of condoms and heads for the door. <laughs> I I like that you still think you have condoms. So, <laughs> y'all, Poodle's the Lisa of the West. Um, <laughs> oh, a dog. Oh, a dog. I have a ton of condoms. I know you do. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, we he's he is waiting at the train station, and. Uh, She's not showing up. He no. looks so confused. He can't find the name of the town she's coming from on this on the thing. Now, this is the thing. Y'all, almost all Russian places have Cyrillic, which is the Russian alphabet, to anglicized letters. It may not say her town name, but it will show the origin point. He's just not looking correctly. Yeah, well, 
he has he is literally showing up with no fucking information and not even yep. make an effort to get any information. He's just it literally it I mean there's just no I mean it's completely it's kind of like I kind of I wrote down this is maddening. I, I just never felt yeah. this shit. I never feel sorry for him or anything like that, but you're kind of like you're like oh bless his heart he's dumb. But I'm like actually you know what? No, you're getting out what you're putting in. And what you're putting in is if you really cared about this person, you would get fucking information just to like pick them up on the right train to make sure they're okay and taken care of. Or and- you or you say, We will meet in front of the train station exactly at this time. Because po- every poodle will tell you. And I've done this too. I will text those grinder back in the day. I would say, "Look, you need to meet me on the alley between Sweetser and Santa Monica, <laughs> not the trash can where the where that hobo lives. The second one, the green one that smells like vomit. That's where I'll be. I'm very descriptive. And and I would say I'll leave the back door propped open and I'll be ass up. It was very descriptive. The, mm-hmm. You guys in a blindfold with a ball gag on again. You just have to describe your surroundings. Just here, just listen to the when you open the door. Just follow the sound of the Looney Tunes theme, and that's where you'll find him. Fuck me! God, I wish that was my doorbell. <laughs> I know, I know. So, so it's seven years and three failed attempts, and it's looking like this is the fourth, y'all. Uh, so he decides to go to a quiet cafe, as he says. I guess he can't find a park, a public well, park. Well, he needs Wi-Fi, because you can't even use this on a fucking app. You have to use this on a computer, because y'all, I just want y'all to remind you, they're meeting each other in a fucking chat room. Who uses a chat room anymore except for pedophiles and serial killers? It's true, and, and he can't talk to her unless she is on. Like I mean, the fact th- that they haven't made an app out of this thing is ridiculous, but I guess they're just used to, like, old people with money who aren't wise enough. He, he, he does send her a message somehow that says, you know, please let me know you're okay. I want to talk to you in a real talk way about David's hair because I started <sighs> thinking about it. Do we think it's a wig or toupee, or is that his real hair? I think it's his real hair. I just think it's a bad dye job. A lot of men do this when they get old, especially when you have brown or black hair. They'll dye their hair the color that it was when they were younger. But as you get older, especially with men, you've got to go lighter, actually, with your hair color. I I agree. It just feels a little wiggish in like the shape. It does actually it feels like yeah. a hair transplant. He also it, has a horrible haircut. Yeah, it's a bad haircut. I feel like though he might have gotten plugs a while back. People uh, have gotten good hair transplants. It's not it's the style of the hair and the dye. That's what I think. I but, don't know. I feel like th- that's what makes it look artificial. Because to me. nobody has their hair that long on the sides because it looks like a helmet. Looks like he plays for the Cleveland fucking Browns. <laughs> so should we wow. talk about his I just lunch? said a sports reference, and I think That's I was the correct. First time. And I think the uh, Cleveland Browns actually are football. Right? Uh, uh, it, this is the 
we do have he decides to have lunch with Anya. Poor Anya, who is very pretty, by the way. She is uh, Anya is very pretty. Um uh, and she yeah. tells him that uh you know, oh, she didn't show up. She and again, best supporting actress, Anya <laughs> looks shocked. <laughs> I kind of agree with Poodle. We've never seen Anya and Lana in the same room, y'all. I, I'm just, just saying, saying I'm just saying that was my first uh, I think it's my Olga Poodle Skaya line in me that is skeptical of everybody, uh, yeah. especially Ukrainian women. So he, David, realizes that, I think because he's holding on to, because she once told him, I'm not going to let you leave me because I need a Versace dress. I mean, because I will never let you leave me. And so he's <laughs> holding on to that line. And so now he has it in his head. Again, this is like some fucking Ashley. Ashley and Omar shit. Me and Omar. Avery. Um, Avery, whatever her name was. Um, where he's just going to go to, what is it, Pobagravia? Uh, I didn't write it down. It's far It's far away. Um, there's a and war it's near Ukraine the Ukrainian-Russian right uh, war because they're fighting over Crimea. And so, y'all, um, yeah, there's a fucking war there, and um, it's Anya's like, yes, uh, people go there, lose tire, uh, lose car. Very bad roads. <laughs> but David's going to go there for love, and I have to say, this made me lean in. If David fucking goes to a war-torn area to find this bitch, I'm kind I'd of all it. for it. I'd watch it. Um, that's all I've got about those two. Uh, this is, by the way, the big, the most produced uh, story of the whole season. Yeah. It's gross. Uh, I feel like they did not have, a, have enough to say this season. This is really weird for me to say because I feel like before the 90 days usually brings it. This season has been lackluster. I agree with that. Because it's, like the, the, it's like the people like, look, it's like Caesar. When, at first when you meet these people, it's like, oh, my God. But there's nothing happening with David. There's nothing happening with Yolanda. Nope. And and so it's actually way, way more boring. However. There's barely anything happening with Big Ed. There's Well, hopefully we're going to get more. Maybe. Stephanie and Erica. And we didn't see Ash and Avery. Ash and Avery. And we didn't see see Yolanda, which you just said. Yes. But we did see Darcy. Uh, Not much, though. Um, there were two segments and they really, uh, they, they really like milked them for all they were worth. All they were worth. Like Darcy's huge titties could be milked. <laughs> Her tits are huge. Um, uh, y'all, I don't know what Darcy's rubbing on her face, but she looks like I she enjoys it. What was that? It was a weird little, someone come at us if you can see what device like a tiny little like squirrel dildo. There, <laughs> there's her face. <laughs> there are many little like roller things that you can use that's supposed to help the muscles in the face. I I've never used any of those. I don't know if any of those even work, but apparently it's supposed hey. to. So hey, what if it works for you? Sure. Um She's sitting around in her little flannel. She's sitting around uh, her flannel. Says, I love you, but my passion, and I only can imagine it finished with my passion is fashion because passion was spelled the same 
his fashion. Oh, with, that probably was it. It's some Eleven yeah. shit, y'all. House of Eleven. House of Eleven. House of Eleven. And Darcy's like, well, I thought I'd be together with him. But <laughs> when someone sends you a text and the end says regards, bitch, that means he's done. She's like, I don't know what that means. And I'm like, no. When someone sends you a text and they say regards, poodle, oh, that almost. means... He's on plan B and Jake's not going to see you anymore. That's what that means, y'all. That's what that fucking means. It means I've gotten a call from the clinic and, and, I'm, and I'm not talking to you anymore. And instead of reading that text and being like, you know what? I'm not going to go to New York. I'm done from this text. Darcy says, I'm going to go there. I'm going to stay strong. And I'm going to say, you can't treat me like this anymore. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm going to say goodbye. Say goodbye. <laughs> Um, uh, so ahead. she, um, she is, uh, anyway, talk about Tom. Tom looks good, y'all. Tom that short haircut agrees with him. Hot. He's lost some of that, what we called Aunt Peg weight when he kind of looked like a lesbian. He's lost like 20 pounds. Um, and he, he looks says, good. I was shocked. He says he loves her a lot. I don't know if this is lip service or not. Um, but... Well, he goes back to... I don't remember this uh, for the tell-alls, y'all, but we drink for the tell-alls, so who knows. I don't remember Darcy being in somebody else's arms and Tom finding her. Did you remember that? Uh, We weren't... that. It it probably wasn't... Didn't uh, show? That's what... So, y'all, this is a big deal. Apparently, he was in a hotel lobby, if you didn't watch the show, and he found Darcy kind of canoodling with someone... Like, all hugged up on this other man. And And Darcy's like, what are you talking about? No, this is going to home. That never happened. Never happened. happened. It's gross. It's gross. Anyway, but Tom says that he's going to be there with an open heart and let her know. And I want to know, this is what I want to know, Poodle. Does she still have the key? (laughs) To his house? Yes. I'm sure she has. She's probably melted it down to like extract and like to inject herself with it somehow. That's true. That's where uh, she got her fillers from. Exactly. Um, so I wrote down as she's going to visit him, she's got this weird like Madonna Vogue pointy bra dress going on. Uh, her boobs are spilling over. She kind um, of looks, but it's, it's, you know what it is? It is. I'm going to sound like Tim Gunn or somebody, a Carson Kressley on like Joan Rivers show, but this is classic Darcy, and she looks incredible. I, I will say, when she has that jacket around her <laughs> shoulders, it is amazing. I thought and she looked just, fantastic. She's just like walking in there with her back. She's like, camel bags. She's thank you. Oh, thank you. Only the fucking room. Um, now I did. She is walking in there like a drag queen. Before that, though, because Darcy's y'all. In case you don't watch, she was being strong, but she had a moment of weakness in her hotel before. Because as uh, soon as we see Darcy, she puts that head in her hands, and then she she just started like, I felt safe with him. Yeah, she then she starts crying. I don't think he cares anymore, but he doesn't want a war. That's fine. He wants to fix it. So I think that, and so the reason why I bring up that line, I think that that's what Darcy's confusion is, is that she is used to men actually treating her like fucking shit. And now, I agree with that. Not that Tom treated her well, because Tom, nothing like Jesse, but Tom <laughs> did a little bit gang up with Darcy on Stacy. But I actually kind of think that's more Stacy egging Tom on than yes, I agree. Tom. Uh, I, I don't think Tom 
again, he's British, so they never want to. But I don't think he wants to treat her like shit. And I think Darcy doesn't know what to do with that. No, and she's still so hurt um, from what she's experienced that I don't know. So she does walk in, you guys. Um, I mean, we got to tease. We don't get much of the conversation. Yeah, Bet your ass with- we're going to be doing a long 90 days theater next week. And she's got those glasses on, those kind of weird Stacy oh, glasses. I loved it. I loved it. And he, try- he tries to hug her. He's like, no, I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable with that. That's all I have. No, I don't feel comfortable. It was, it was an amazing moment. It was an incredible moment. It, like, we better see a lot of this fucking next week because I just, like, if they show just 30 minutes of Tom and Darcy fighting, I would fucking I love, love it. it. Love it. It's better, than, it's better than fucking 30 minutes of Big Ed and Rose. Say what y'all want about Darcy, but Darcy is 90 Day Fiance, and she is the best. As Kyle from uh, Cray Cray says all the time, like, she's just fucking enjoyable. Um, she is. Tom says, before he meets her, he did say, my biggest concern is that Darcy's going to be extremely emotional. Um, <laughs> water's wet, dude. Have you met her? <laughs> Water is wet. Um, that's all I've got about these two. I needed more. I needed more, too. And like I, I said, next week, I needed more. I mean, he said he just wanted just a tip. And I said, no, fuck me. And then I broke his leg. <laughs> I gave him gout. Gave him Um so, I think it's time for our sissy shout-out. Oh, it is time for our sissy shout-outs. All right, what, y'all. What letters do we want? Should we check? Let Yes, I can look. Um, why don't you tell people about uh, some of our new merch and Ooh. our Tiger Queens merch, Poodle? Y'all, Tiger Queens merch is blowing the fuck up. It is. We just received word from T Public today that we are in the expert level. I believe expert level, the top 25 merchandisers of their uh, of their clientele. We're loving that, y'all. Keep We're buying your fucking uh, 90 Day Gays merch. And y'all, oh, I was just going to say, I just want to shout out to T-Public and tell y'all, y'all, because we know people are, as Poodle said before, if this gives you joy and you want it, I think the shirts are like 13 or $14 now. I'm going to be real honest, y'all, because they're discounted so much. We literally make like a dollar fifty a shirt. We we don't. We're not trust doing me. this for money, so don't think that we're coming at you saying no. we're trying to sell shit for merch. This is more about we if it gives you joy, it. buy it. If not, if times are tough right now, okay. it's going to be there six months from now. So don't worry about it. Yeah, y'all. T Public is getting most of the money. We get like ten percent. They're it's, doing most of not, the work because they about made making it. money off merch. Uh, most of our money comes from Patreon. Thank you, Patreon members. Yeah, Poodle was able to pay his rent today, actually. Or I was because of Patreon. Because, um, and I just like to say, y'all come at us on Patreon. We were had we had such a good time on Tiger Queens. We did. We, uh, and it's we're we're we will we will be dropping our um uh kind of bonus episode. Not really. We we made. The bonus episode really won't be the bonus, but we'll be dropping it in the regular feed uh, on Pink Shade with Mary Payne and Aaron. Yes. Um, and we'll be, we'll be talking about Tiger Queens then. Um, I'm scared. My mother contacted me last night. My mom's going to, y'all, my mom, she's going to listen to Tiger Queens because she's obsessed with that show. And I just said, She shouldn't do it. I went back and thought, Did Poodle and I say anything about my mother? I don't think so. I no, love my I don't mother. Think she did. But, um, okay, what, we're on J and K, Poodle. Ooh, all right. JK, JK, just kidding, but I'm not. We're on JK. 
Um, all uh, right. Do you want to do J? J? You want to do J? Okay, you do J, and I'll do K. Oh, there's so many. Oh my god. Uh, um, we're up to 4,500 members, you guys. Shout out guys. to the Sissy Squad. By the way, if y'all, uh, Jackie wrote her blog post made me cry today, and. Um, if y'all, if Jackie writes a really great blog called Muddling Mama, and she only posts usually like once a month, but it was really beautiful today, talking a lot about how Jackie's pregnant right now, and like her own husband can't even go with her to doctor's appointments right now. So like, it's just hard and oh. things like that. And so, but if you, it, it's sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's really emotional. But if y'all are in the sissy squad or whatever, come at Jackie and ask her for the link to the blog, and she'll share it with you because she's a great writer. Okay, you got your J? I do. Okay. Um, are we ready? And it better not be, it can't be Jordana, because we did her last time. It's not, you whore. Oh, okay, I'm just checking. Um, this is Jamie, Jamie Farming Trout. Oh, God. <laughs> Farming Trout. Oh, Jesus. Y'all, Jamie, Jamie Farmantrout, um, there's nothing Jamie Farmantrout loves more than casting spells because she's a witch. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Now, it's strange because she doesn't do the normal witch things. She kind of does slutty witch things. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Most people like have the big, tall black hats and like the long black robes. She does like bustier Madonna witch. Like oh, when you order oh. like slutty hot witch from Amazon on the costumes. Which you have done. That. Which you have yeah. done. And y'all were sex positive, so I'm not saying that's bad. So anyway, when she does Halloween... She dresses up like her hot witch self, sexy witch. But parents don't always let the children see her because you can basically see, like, her vulva uh, when she's waiting there for kids in the oh, door. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, so it's it's not always the best to do it. Good luck, Alyssa, putting that in a, putting that in a picture. Great. Um, anyway, what people also don't know is when she casts spells, she casts spells, her big strength is making people more tan <laughs> oh, cast a spell spin a charm make them tan on their arm yeah y'all so like her big thing is people will come to her and ask if they can go three shades darker in their sleep and she'll make it happen she goes to the 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 de the deity of the the mesopotamian deity of tanima <laughs> oh okay mm -hmm. yeah because mm -hmm. Tanima could do that in the night. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, also, uh, uh, this isn't really witch-related. She's got a whole sex dungeon. Great. <laughs> That's wonderful. And is always ready to use it. Great. Got a cat of nine tails ready. Wow. Anyway, that's mine. That's that's mine for Jamie Farmantrout. Okay. My sissy shout-out is for... Matey Stiber Wozniak. No relation to the founder of Apple. Yes, Matey 
Diber Wozniak, because I have K, y'all. Um, her name is the same name as my mother's dog, because I never would name my daughter that name. So, <laughs> go figure. He would never name his daughter this person's name. Matey. Anyway, rhymes with matey. So Can you make your tea more aspirate? Matey. 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 Thank you. So, y'all, Mady Stiber Wozniak, she um, she is, well, first of all, in real life, she is works in the medical field. So, a shout out to her oh, and to everyone, shout in, out. everyone in our medical our field. We are, we are sending you all our love. I've got family out in there, too. So, we know what, it, we hear the stories. But, so, Mady, y'all, she loves making caramel. She, that's her favorite thing to do. She just loves, I love caramel. she loves making caramel. But the problem is she has basically, she's barely doing her medical job probably because she has bankrupted her family because she, she is in competition. She loves, started making caramel and then it went into candy, but she believes one day she can beat out Laffy Taffy. That is her main <laughs> focus. And so she, but the thing is. She calls, but Laffy Taffy has those riddles, so it's really difficult. Well, hers is called Sassy Taffy, and so Sassy Taffy, you open up the wrapper and it just says "fuck off," or it'll say (laughs) "you're an you're an asshole," and so and it smells really good. But the problem is, is Mady's not the best at making taffy, so it's not great Mm -hmm. taffy. But people are starting to buy it. But the thing is, she believes. That one day she can, she wants to burn Laffy Taffy to the ground because the reason is she's not good at riddles, y'all. Ooh, that hurts. She loves a joke, but she's just not good at riddles. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that, matey. There's what nothing has, wrong. A good one, matey, is what has two legs in youth. Don't pull over, y'all. Don't pull or over. What what has four legs? This is fascinating. And baby, it when it's a baby. Two legs in its youth and adulthood, but three in its old age. And the answer is a man, because it crawls on all fours. And then when you're, uh, and then two legs, and then when it's three legs, you suck a dick when you're old. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. So, y'all, matey, if y'all. Third leg. If you suck a dick. If y'all see Sassy Taffy out there, be sure to buy that because that's from Mate. That's from Matey, one of our sissy squatters out there. And also, y'all, it doesn't matter if her uh, Taffy isn't that good because I've seen pictures at her children, and Matey knows they're more beautiful than her friends' kids, so she always Aww. wins. They're beautiful. Y'all, you will never be able to hear that riddle the same. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Anyway. That's the show, y'all. That is it, y'all. We this is a long one. Fuck. This was a long show, but you know what? We got to bring it to him, Poodle. So we're gonna be. We like I said, we're gonna continue with our regular ninety day, and then on April, we talked about. I think it's didn't we? We said a day, but I think it's like two weeks from now. We're gonna start our weekly squeal, and the weekly squeal is going to be. We're gonna talk about that more. But yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an episode, uh, probably around a thirty minute episode, where we're talking about things, not news. We don't want to talk about the news. We don't want to talk about politics. We want to talk about things that are still kind of happening in the world that are maybe a little bit more joyful or that we can make fun of. 
And so you can find everything about us on sissythattalk.com, all the other podcasts that we have going on, Bitchcraft, Sweet Tea, Dear Maddie, River Mails. Uh, it's all there. And you can jump on our Patreon or Gatreon for uh, extra podcast episodes. We usually have two tiers of a 5 and $15 tier for the watch along. But until April 15th, it's all $5, y'all. Like me on a Saturday. <laughs> like Poodle on a Saturday, it's all $5. Lower my prices. And we're doing it because y'all, y'all need it so you don't kill your children. Sorry, that's what we're trying to do this for. That's the truth. All right, everybody. I think that's it. But remember, we call these people lonely hearts because, Poodle, aren't we all just lonely hearts? Yes. And if you ever decide to get a 90-day fiancé, call us. us. fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties wondry's podcast dis and tell is hosted by comedians sydney battle and matt belisai Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.